Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey everyone, welcome to our special mini-series here on the Players' Lounge podcast, Extra Cover, where we're going to discuss all the things that are trending in cricket right now. I'm Aiti Langabini and I'll be joined by former England international Graham Swan and hopefully you, because we want to hear what you need to say, what you're talking about, what you want us to talk about. So do chime in when you get an opportunity. Do follow us on social media and drop us some comments as well. So let's talk about things that are trending, things that are exciting in the world of cricket or plain and simple what's confusing you in the world of cricket because that's what a lot of people are saying about the 100. Graham Swan, thanks so much for joining us. Let's get to it straight up. What is the 100 all about? Um, I, well, it's cricket at the end of the day. First and foremost, I'm, I'm not going to say this up front. I'm not working for the ECB. I'm not a, 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 a mouthpiece. I'm not advertising the 100 or anything. But the cricket it's created so far has been amazing. It's been brilliant. And people are saying, oh, wow, the 100, people doubted whether it would deliver. I said all along, the 100 will deliver and will be exciting because it's cricket at the end of the day. It's bat versus ball. That is something that can't go wrong. 2020 and T20 cricket is amazing because people are very good at playing cricket and it's an exciting sport. So whoever said it wouldn't work, you're an idiot. Shush. You're gone for me. Now then. There are one or two things, though, that I don't get. I, obviously, for whatever reason, for the, the studies that were taking place, not enough people watching cricket, not enough mums or kids watching cricket. Fair enough. I get that. Whatever reason the ECB are telling us they brought the 100 out, personally, I think it's because it's they're trying to find a niche in the market to cash in on the 2020 cricket that they missed out on that the IPL picked up. Well, one thing I will say, I don't completely understand what's going on. I had to watch a game the other day with sound off because one of the commentators on the TV is someone I cannot listen to because my head wants to explode. So the sound was off and someone got given a yellow, a white card. Now, I was with my mate. We were trying to work out what this white card stood for. Um, did it mean he was like a yellow card in football? Is he banned? Is he, does he bowl more balls? I, I still don't get it. By the time I turned the volume back on, they weren't discussing it, so I didn't get that. But all I know is, it's how many runs you get and how many balls you got left. So I think it works. Over to you, Manti. What do you think? 
Now, but Swani, look, let's let's dial it back a bit. So we're we're talking about a new format that's been introduced. Now, innovation. Uh, you take it yes. back to the Kerry Packer series, okay? And the, after that, World Series, and suddenly the next thing you know, you know, people had this. The purists said this is not going to work. But then you had coloured dress, you had helmets, you had field restrictions, cricket under lights, broadcast. You know, and similarly with T20 cricket, because uh, the inception, yes, in England, and then the next thing you know, it's, you know, the IPL, when it started, was catered for exactly the same reason you're talking yes. about, the 100, to get an audience, like young kids, or let's say housewives, I'm a housewife now, who weren't watching cricket. So what they did was they got Bollywood into it. They got actors, actresses, they made it at what would be, you know, primetime TV serial viewing. And you know, over a decade later, now you have people that are hooked to those particular teams. So if you look at the history of cricket, and I love test cricket, Swanee, I'm sure you do as well. You know, I, I'm talking from the purist perspective. Um, is it such a bad thing when you look to innovate formats if you're looking to attract a new generation? I'm absolutely fine with modification, if you like. Let's, let's not beat around the bush here. It's been made um, as a commercial entity. It's trying to make money. Um, in England, it's trying to cash in on the cricket boom that the IPL has created. Let's not beat around the bush. I know that we'll be told um, by a lot of people that it's for you know to get mums watching, to get kids watching. The uh, the T20 cricket in this country gets watched heavily. I mean, Trent Bridge just down the road get nearly four houses for every t T20 game they play. Um, it's trying to cash in on what the IPL did. Let's face it. It's not. I mean, I'll probably be chastised by the ECB for this, and they'll say, "No, that's wrong. We did a study, and it's all about mothers and gaining control and getting cricket interesting. It's about getting cricket as big as possible. That's the whole point. There's no issue in that whatsoever. Um, I don't believe that anyone complaining saying the hundreds a joke. It's a disgrace. Um, it's going to ruin county cricket. County cricket needs changing in some way for you know the the first class cricket and test cricket are great but no one watches first class cricket test cricket is very popular in england there is a place for innovation and for people whacking the ball around close games of cricket the one thing it's missing is the best players in the world which um because the covid is a shame um you know in an ideal world if and let's face it in a world probably in 10 15 years time we're going to have a marquee short format all around the world, there'll be the Big Bash in Australia. There'll be the IPL in India. There'll be the 100 in England. And the best players in the world will go around and play in all these tournaments and get huge salaries for doing so. What that means for Test cricket, we don't know. And we'll have to wait and see. But what we should focus on right now is this 100 is brilliant, brilliant value. Great to watch. Um, even though it's not got the world superstars there or the big names that most people have heard of, it's showcasing young English talent, British talent, and that's exciting for me. I mean, that's the point of these, in, in a sense, local local leagues. Even IPL technically is a domestic league, uh, is to ensure that young talent comes through. I mean, now you have people who play directly in the IPL, and that is considered a feeder system to play for your country. You know, it's not just about it. It is domestic cricket, but I gotta ask you, Swanee. Do mums and children in England really not watch cricket? Well, no, no, they don't. Like, just off air, I, I just tell all our listeners off air. My auntie said, "Come on, as if mums and kids don't watch cricket in England." That is, it, it's an it's an amazing misconception from 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 India that everyone obviously looks at England and thinks everyone's cricket crazy. We're not in this country. Football crazy, yes. Just watch the Euro um, Euro 
championships that were on. The whole country, there was going to be a bank holiday had England won. The whole country watched a game of football. Everyone stopped. When England won the World Cup cricket in the most incredible game of cricket ever, more people were watching Wimbledon, the Wimbledon final on the same day. Um, that was that was running concurrently. And I was flicking between the Wimbledon final and watching the game. It doesn't. It hasn't got like a standalone sort of um, stage like the IPL has. When the IPL is going on in India, nothing else even bothers because there's no point. And they just, you know, the Indian Premier League football waits until the IPL finishes and then goes ahead to try and get as many views as possible. Um, in England, we have to schedule things now. So there's hundreds come in, and yet domestic one-day cricket and T20s are still carrying on in the background. So there's too many sort of too many pegs trying to get in the same hole at the minute. But we've already got a feeder system and a feeder system that works, and that's the counties and the, and the T20 teams. The 100 is not a feeder system. For England. The 100 is a way to try and get more people watching. And, yeah, this thing they say about the mums, the reason you asked, that this market research said that the mums control what goes on in, in the house, what, what TV shows um watched or, or what sport the kids play um i'll have to trust their market research uh, i've got three kids my i've got three kids mum doesn't control what the kids do the kids tell mum and dad what they want to do and then mum and dad say yeah we'll give it a go we give, i think most families do that they give everything a go if it's attractive if the sport you go and play or the pastime is attractive the kids love it you stick with it and i think that's what the hundred is all about if they can get kids are flocking to it, we've got full houses at Trent Bridge. If they go as a family and the kids love it, a mum is going to say, "Brilliant, we'll go back to that. That was family friendly. It was fun. We'll go back." So it's not so much promoting cricket to the mums; it's promoting cricket to the kids, who then in turn turn around and say, "That was amazing, mum. We want to do that again." It's a, it's about this format. It, it, you know, this format and it's all the way you shorten it when you introduce innovations. It can be. Very- very glamorous for a new audience. Yeah. Just from a player's perspective, Swanee, I mean, do you think that players in a way all over the world internationally now have, and I'm talking about players who really do want to play for their country and they've been playing the past, slogging it out in domestic cricket to eventually represent their nation. Do you think they've come to terms with certain formats like this being catered to a broadcast audience and realizing that the rules or your, uh, let's say even the breaks that you take or your advertisements, all of those are aimed towards a broadcast audience because yes. frankly they call the shots do you think the players have come to terms with that i think the new generation of players absolutely has um and, and let's face it the broadcasters are the ones that pile all this money in the reason the ipl is so successful if you know after that first year 700 million of private investment going in if us dollars it wouldn't have lasted had the broadcast deals not been then through the roof to keep it going to keep the owners interested American sport for years and years and years, which has to be. I mean, I think every sporting body around the world looks at America and thinks that is what we want. That is the perfect balance between huge endorsements, like ultra-rich players, superstars, but sponsorship like you wouldn't believe. That's what the IPL has managed to create outside of America that no other sports really managed. If you look at rugby, if you look at, uh, I mean, football's different. If you look at rugby, if you look at any of these sports that go around, the Rugby World Cup is enormous in England. But the sponsorship deals are nowhere near that. The players the players don't get paid the, the same sort of salaries. So it's all about that American model. And they embraced advertising a long time ago. Every time you see an American being um, 
you know, being interviewed after a victory, he has to put the cap on with the sponsor's name straight away. He will name check the sponsors. He will he'll make sure that he, he, we know we know how important sponsorship is to this uh, sport. They they will always do it in England. It was you know you never did that. We always did did media training. It was never thank the sponsors, you know, and promote the game. It was always like make sure you don't get in trouble. <laughs> so um, I think that I think the new generation of player absolutely has grown up with that, and they're used to like advertising breaks. They're used to having these timeouts. And let's face it, the timeout in IPL is not for the coach. It's not for the coach to tell the players anything. It's handy, but it is for advertising. It's for sponsorship. Um, and I, I, what I like about the IPL is it doesn't beat around the bush. It is blatantly, a, you know, a money machine. It's a, it's a money cow. That, and, and everyone knows that. People who watch it know that. People who play it know that. People who love it know that. And so every over, there is an advert, and no one bemoans it. Um, that's what we've got to get used to. In England, there'll still be a lot of reticence towards that. If you go to an advert every over, people will switch off because we're miserable and we're English, and we, we like to moan about stuff. But in the end, we'll all be used to it because even on the internet now, when my kids flick onto YouTube, there's an advert that comes up, and it says skip advert in five seconds, and they'll just skip it. So maybe that's what's coming. 
How did something like the 100 diminish Test cricket? I don't think it diminishes Test cricket. The players aren't as good at Test cricket anymore, especially the batsmen, because <laughs> they haven't got the long pit. I don't think that's the main issue, especially in England. And I know this is very, very parochial to England, but a lot of people, a lot of naysayers are worried. They're county cricket supporters. They're old-fashioned members of Nottinghamshire, of Essex, of Middlesex. And they can see the inevitable that their counties are being pushed aside. Um, the county system is the feeder system. And the T20 system in England is successful to a T. It gets good, very well supported in Nottinghamshire and very well funded. And they win a lot. But in some counties, you're getting four or 5,000 people watching a game. These small stadiums that don't have the infrastructure to compete with franchise-based cricket that is all played in big grounds to packed out with big audiences, with big salaries. They realise they can't compete with that. And so a lot of the antipathy in England is from people who see it as a real threat to their counties surviving. Because I think they ultimately see in 10 years' time, yeah, we're, if you're from a smaller county, and, and I, I don't want to demean counties, but from, say, a Leicestershire or Derbyshire or Northamptonshire, they're the three who are near me. And Northampton's close to my heart. I grew up playing there. They were my first county. They're the sort of county who are going to struggle if a franchise is down the road drawing their spectators away, drawing their fans away. And one of the things that was said that there would be no, no one will support franchise cricket. No one will like that. And someone put on Twitter the other day a picture at Nottinghamshire, at Trent Bridge, um, all caps and shirts sold out. And this is, you know, they have, they have not shirts on sale all season. The Trent Rockets one had sold out immediately. And they had, you know, music playing at the stadium beforehand and famous musicians there. It is a massive event. And the antipathy comes from people, A, who are too old to appreciate change. Some, let's face it, we all know people like that. But B, people who are genuinely worried about what this means for their counties in the future. And, and I am. I'm worried what it means for county because I, I see the inevitable that this will envelop and swallow up um, a lot of counties. But tell me something, Swanee, is it more beneficial for players uh, just simply financially to be aiming to play in something like the 100? Well, yeah, as it is at the moment, it's a massive bonus for these players because they don't have to miss county cricket. They don't have to, and there's this money there. I mean, the, the money isn't the same as it would be for the IPL, but it's very good money, uh, certainly compared to normal jobs in England. I say normal jobs, I mean sort of civilian jobs, if you like don't get paid anywhere near as much as cricket players do. Um, of course, cricket players will. But that's another reason people worry. They know they can't, counties can't compete with these salaries uh, down the line. And so we'll get to a stage where if, if a county nurtures and raises five young players and they're all brilliant and they all get in the, the franchise team and then the IPL team and they're all multimillionaires and think, why would I go and play four-day cricket? I've barely played it before. I don't even want to play test cricket for England. So... Maybe it's just sort of the, the 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 first fork in the road, and maybe in twenty years' time there'll be two very different sports played by two very different sets of players. Well, that's it. I mean, you have a lot of people now that are specialists, uh, and I think that's been the case for some time now, where you know that okay, this is the format. So that that's understandable when it comes to the sport. But I have to say, the hundred by playing the women's teams and the women's cricket just alongside the men has been a huge boost to the women's. Uh, to women's cricket and women's sport in general, because I know a couple of Indian, uh, you know, Indian players that have gone the, the girls to play in the hundred because of that, and they're doing quite well. Well, yeah, absolutely, and, and you know, you've got to boost the women's game, and especially in this day and age, it's all about equality and about uh, getting the same audience. 
Uh, and I think what's important is that, that if you're getting the game out there so people can watch it, they can make up their own minds. I think the thing that a lot of people get annoyed about at the moment is it's feel like it's being forced down their throat. Um, you have to say the women's cricket's the same as men's cricket. You have to like it equally amounts. You don't. Let's face it. Women's cricket is a is a it's game in its own right, and and it's I I really enjoy it. I love watching it, and I think the more people exposed to it, the more young girls who see it, the more young girls who want to play it, the more mums who will want their kids to play it, the more dads who want their kids to go along. So, I think it is brilliant. It's exposure, and let's face it, every sport loves exposure. Um, I'm watching the Olympics over my shoulder while this is going on. I've got the Olympics on. You don't turn off because the women's gymnastics come on. You watch that and it's incredible. Um, you don't turn off because the, the women's triathlon's on instead of the men's triathlon. It's elite sport. And, and as soon as, especially in England, um, I think more and more people are recognising it as elite sport and enjoying it for what it is. You said it, elite sport. And I, and I think when T20 came around, there was this uh, concept... I'm going to call it a misconception that it's not real cricket. You know, there's some famous cricketers have quoted that as well, saying T20 is not real cricket. Uh, but look, Swani, you've been involved as a broadcaster. You've seen the innovation. You've seen the innovation in broadcast. You also know the tremendous pressure that players are under when you're in the spotlight of, you know, an IPL, a T20 cricket. And I'm sure that's happening with the 100 as well, because you barely have a chance to come back in this game when the format is shorter. Yeah, well, it, it isn't real cricket if you think real cricket is test cricket. But, you know, if you grow up only playing T20 cricket, you won't think test cricket is real cricket. You'll think T20 is. So it's a bat and a ball and it's 22 yards, which is fine by me. They're very different mindsets. And I'm, I have no issue um, with players grow up wanting to play T20 cricket, wanting to be amazing at that, at that particular um, part of sport. Um, as long as there are still people growing up who love Test cricket and want to play Test cricket, and, and in England, what I worry is if this hundred really takes off and people do well, that there will be a, a diminishing of the importance of Test cricket. Because, and, and I only say that because I see uh, my role as a spin bowler um, will diminish. Because in the hundred, the spinners aren't really having a great time. The finger spinners aren't really playing much of a role, and that art form of bowling 30, 40 overs and playing chess over a long time and winning the test series for your nation is something that I don't want to be lost. But that's, you know, when I think about that, that's a very selfish attitude to take. But I think that would be a real shame if, if the art of test cricket was taken away because it, it is a special test of character and mental fortitude as opposed to T20, which is coping with pressure and smashing the ball miles. <laughs> and they always said there was no place for bowlers in T20 and you said there were no place for spinners when it came on but hey you had so many teams opening the bowling with spinners uh, you know so things things oh, no, spinners, to involve spinners always top, yeah. the, top the table spinners are the most important bowlers in T20 that's one thing in England they don't realise yet they still don't utilise spin this might be really good for England actually because it might actually open their eyes and think we need to produce better spinners and more spinners and we might actually get our best spinners to then coach these spinners. That would be interesting because I could do it. 
There we go. We want to see Swanee wearing one of those shirts. When, baby, you brought up a great point because it does open up avenues for all sorts of people, not just the players involved. But, you know, that's what T20 Revolution really did. I mean, for me, as a broadcaster, I profited from it, certainly. I was married to someone who played 10 years of IPL. So, you know, it put this roof over our head. So I know what these formats can do. The question is, does 100, Swanee, from what you've seen, does it have a future? Do you see it becoming really big, not just in England, but maybe that format going all over the world? I don't think that format will go all over, over the world, to be honest. I don't. <laughs> T20 is fine, and it's a quick game. The 100, I hope the 100 doesn't go all over the world. I think it'll be big, and I think it'll last. But I think it will be unique to these aisles, to England. And I hope it is. Like I said earlier, I hope there is the Big Bash, the IPL, the 100. They're going to be the big three, in my view. And then other T20 leagues will rise and try and take the crown. But... I don't see any issue with having those three, getting them spaced out so all the best players in the world can play and fitting Test cricket in um, amongst them. I think that's the future we've got to accept. And it's one I've come to terms with. So, bravo! <laughs> Things keep changing. Uh, thanks so much, Swanee, for your inputs on uh, the 100. I'm personally quite excited to see this format. And next time we chat about it, I promise you I would have learned the rules because it, it takes a little bit of time to get used to it. Well, You're I'll so used to I'll turn one the volume thing. on my TV now, as long as certain people aren't commentating. <laughs> so I can watch it. Yeah, but... Uh... No, but having fun with our uh, this mini-series extra cover on the Players' Lounge podcast, we'd love to hear what you would like us to chat about. So do chime in, send in some suggestions, please. Uh, we'll get uh, Graham Swan to answer some of uh, the questions if you have any. And of course, subscribe to us on uh, social media. Always looking forward to that. Swanee, we'll catch you next time. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 